1: I somehow managed
0: to butt dial 911, and the call went through. Oops. Cat teeth cleaning bills are double what I'm paying for mine. What a racket.
1: I've been researching patio furniture for the eight months I've lived at my apartment and my yard. Still
0: bare. Had a dream about my ex, who was also a mutant snake creature trying to kill me. I really gotta cut back on those horror movies.
1: Yeah, have such a good day.
0: Hello. Hi. Hi. What's shaking? How's it going?
1: How y'all doing? There's a lot of you out there. There sure are. It's like romper room. I see Nancy <laughs> and Jenny and <laughs> Sophia and Cole. Cole? where did oh. that come from? <laughs> One of my neighbors was named Cole. Oh, I remember apartment. that actually. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the, the show called Have Such a Good Day. We're going to do our best to help you have one. Yep. I'm and Sarah. And
0: I'm Heather. Yeah. And, and here we are, Bacon same name, in the Sun. Same
1: names we had for 47
0: previous episodes. It's episode 48, girlfriend. We're almost High to 50. Five. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty yeah. impressive, actually. I mean, really, like, f- that is that is a, you know, no matter what kind of success you get from something like this, like, we have done almost 50 episodes of content. Like, we should be proud. That's yes. pretty cool. Well, and we should be, and we
1: are. But it it... You're right. It's a funny thing because you're like, okay, well, there's 52 weeks in a year. This mm-hmm. is a weekly show, so it's been just under a year. Yep. Okay, the math all makes sense, but then you're like, wow,
0: 50 every single week. We've every done
1: single this. week, yeah. We've we've never missed. No, we haven't. We've never missed. We are we are if nothing if not we are, we are nothing if not consistent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that right one of these days. Uh, but yeah, this is uh this is a show where we unpack a lot of absurdity of mm-hmm. life. In fact, this week is. It's sort of weird. Almost by accident, we're we're on a bit of an animal kick. We are uh, Heather and I. We we kind of curate our stuff independently, and then we get everything together before
0: we're we're so, it's time to record the show. Sometimes there's connections. Sometimes, sometimes there's like yeah. happenstance. Yeah. Like we have something that kind of. Uh, relates to the other thing exactly which is, which is pretty cool but
1: this day we, we, we I, I dare I say it's a bit of an animal themed show a so bit, yeah so whether you love animals or hate them there's something for you here <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but before we get into that I wanted to mention because I did mention uh, at the top of the show that I've got this patio furniture thing yeah now I've got a yard that's it's a super decent size not huge mm-hmm. you know my dog can't like run through the yard mm-hmm. but it, it has definitely has room for like a nice picnic table an umbrella sort of like what we have here at, at, on your patio Heather mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of lawn chairs if you wanted to lay out or mm-hmm. however you talk about s- sunbathing and and you know I've got some errant plants whatever it's you know it's a, it's a decent size and when I uh, decided to rent my apartment. The landlord kind of, it was a big selling point because I didn't have a yard at my old place. Mm-hmm. I had the beach, but that's, you know, it's not just yours and it's not sort of fenced in and whatever. And I was like, oh, it's going to be so great. I haven't bought one thing for that <laughs> yard. And I actually go back there a fair amount. You do? Like, I have these like really janky chairs that you would maybe like put on the beach that are just, you know, kind of foldable. And Depending on where the sun is during the day, because again, I don't have any umbrellas, and there's not a lot of shade. Like, like in the morning, sometimes I'll go out there and just like look through Instagram for ten minutes, mm-hmm. t- drinking my coffee type thing. You just stand?
0: No, or you I sit on no. those this uh, chairs. Yeah, okay. like I
1: mean, the chairs are comfortable, but yeah. it's like it's not like really hanging out in the yard. I'm kind of just sitting there, totally. you know. And Otis sort of looks at me and is like, I don't know what to do, and so he'll just like lay down until I'm ready to go back inside. But I, it's it's. And when I say the Amazon rabbit hole that I'm in, because it, it usually is Amazon, right? On uh, our previous episode, I talked about the wire cutter, mm-hmm. which is designed to help people like me who are crippled by choice. Mm-hmm. Like, they just say, here's the patio furniture you should buy. Mm-hmm. We've we've tested them all. Yep. Here's the umbrella you should get. Mm-hmm. Here's the, you know, you want to you have some lounge chairs. Here are the lounge chairs that you should have that are, you know, as uh, weather resistant as you can get. All mm-hmm. of that stuff. And yet... I still am, like, I've got tabs open on my computer. Like, there's, like, a certain uh, patio furniture set that I was going to get the other day. And then I was like, well, but, like, maybe I could get it for, like, a little bit less at Home Depot Mm -hmm. type thing. Mm -hmm. And then it all just kind of keeps resetting. Yeah. And I keep not buying anything.
0: Yeah. You have to like, I mean, start s- small, like get one thing. And what will happen is like, you know, I, I had a patio at my last place and it took me a while too. It took yeah. me a while to make a decision and pull the trigger on something. Once, you know, it, it's it's hard to really know how wonderful it can be until you get a few things out there. It, it'll change yeah. the entire thing immensely. Like even this patio is not very well furnished. In fact, the, the landlord had a bunch of really cool stuff, like a, a cool lounge that was really bohemian and like really neat. It looked way better before I moved in here. And I, I want, I would love to invest in, in making it look like it was. It is an investment, it's, it's, yeah. and it's a lot of furniture you're gonna have to move when you move. Like it's, yeah. it is beyond a uh, financial investment.
1: That's what trips me up too, because I've got some, I mean some of my plants have done better than others, but I have several large, potted plants Mm -hmm. and they're very you know i I care about them i i i I do my absolute best to make sure that they're happy and it's a whole thing they're heavy you know they're unwieldy for any movers or (laughs) myself um you know you can't just like throw them in the back of your car like Mm -mm. it doesn't work that way and so that's what i think about patio furniture especially because again we're renters everything's temporary yeah i'm not not buying the apartment i'm living in now I don't know how long I'll live there, but won't be forever. And I'm telling you. And so it's like, oh man. So I'm already thinking of like, it's almost
0: like a prenup before you get divorced, yeah. where I'm like, so how am I gonna like get rid of this stuff when I move? You just have to sell and it. And I haven't even bought it yet. I know, it's funny. And also one of the mistakes I made is you need to seal it properly. If you buy wood, mm-hmm. I mean, the chairs we're sitting on right now are, were not sealed properly and you can kind of tell they've lost the, the coating. You know, if it, we I had a, a picnic table that we didn't coat within six months, it basically like rotted because oh. it was like it was like poor lumber. It was a cheap uh, table. Yeah. You got to coat that before the winter because it will be completely ruined and a waste of money. Yeah. And those are things that, you know, I don't know, like I'm not I'm good, pretty good with plants. But, you know, this stuff gets baked in the sun. Uh, it gets, you know, the, we have some quite a bit of storms here. You know, this yeah. is different than buying furniture for the house. It's, it's a, a, yeah, a bigger it's, commitment. It,
1: exactly. It's, it's it's like, well, it's like a lot of things. Yeah. You know, you don't just buy it and forget it. No. You have to, you know, keep it up. Yeah. I, you know, I even have my living room rug because I got a dog. My dog goes outside, plays in the mud. It's like my living room rug is getting to the point where... I mean, you vacuum it and you go like, okay, well, it's less dirty than it was before I vacuumed. Mm-hmm. But like, it needs like a deep clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have anything like that. So now I got to have somebody with a power washer come in and mm-hmm. like deep clean my rug where I'm just going to keep thinking about how it's like kind of still dirty.
0: Well, that's the thing is like you, you you make your home more comfortable with pillows and rugs and then it just makes it more complicated because <laughs> it really does make a difference. I mean, a rug really pulls the room together. Um, yeah. But, and, you know, again, everything It's a lot more effort. Well, speaking of some effort, uh, I'm going to let you guys know what we're gonna do with our bonus topic today. Um, We are gonna switch gears a little bit from the games we've been been playing. We're gonna talk about astrology. Oh, astrology. But don't fear those of you who do not believe in it. We are going, it's a complicated subject. We know that we're all very um, divided on this. So we're gonna kind of talk about both sides of it. So it should be an interesting conversation. So stay tuned for that in a little bit.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Astrology, oh, it's one of my favorite <laughs> topics, um, and it's not really because I like it, uh, but 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 you know we'll we'll get into it later. We will. Um, hopefully, the truck won't be backing up while we do that, but, <laughs> but it'll be hard to say. Yeah,
0: it's uh, but uh, so I was going to talk a little bit about um, how much you know last uh, last couple episodes we talked about how much we love future tech robots sure. What's what cool technology is going to be coming out, make our lives easier, man. I find it to be equally as irksome. I have just had one thing fail on me after the next. Um, I, I know that it improves our lives, but I really think that as much as it improves our lives, it can be equally as irritating. Um, you know, I I sometimes miss the early internet days. You know, nowadays, I just feel like you're getting pummeled with pop-ups and ads and, oh, it's just driving me crazy. I have this lock phone issue that I, you mentioned on the top of the show where my phone won't lock and I'll go on a run and like, I'll be texting people like as I'm running, you know, I, I the, the emergency <laughs> lock went on and I couldn't even use my phone for five minutes. Um, you know, little things where you're like, I think Louis CK did a bit on this where it's like, we bitch about something that is so, uh, wonderful and convenient, but it also has oh, there's always downsides. Sure. Um yeah. I'm like locked out of this program like on my television. I can never remember my passwords. Um, you know, I I I keep looking on Amazon for a small printer because I keep thinking I keep needing to print random stuff, but I just can't pull the trigger. Everyone's like, "Don't buy a printer." But then I need to print stuff, and now I have to go to the UPS store again. And it's like, yeah, it's just this thing. Way less I, fun. No. So, anyway, um, it's just sort of funny how, I've just been thinking about this a lot lately, how wonderful technology has made our lives, but I mm-hmm. find it to be the one thing that consistently irritates me like, throughout the day, which I think is pretty funny.
1: Yeah. I, I, the butt dialing 911 thing, like, we, we've... I have an iPhone. Heather has an iPhone as well. Um, so, I can't totally say how the experience is on Android, but... I assume it's somewhat similar. And you get to that point sometimes where it's like emergency call. Oh, no, no, no. Bail out. Bail out. You know, which is, you know, okay. sure. That happens every once in a while. So I was walking. My phone was in my it wasn't a purse. It was a fanny pack, but which I kind of wear across my body sometimes, you know, if I have my dog and which I did. And, you know, sometimes you'll be listening to a podcast and, like, I can hear, like, the volume going down or up because, like, something is hitting my Mm -hmm. phone within wherever Mm -hmm. the, you know, whatever the apparatus is. It's like, okay, that's fine. But I'm crossing the street and there are, like, a bunch of cars, like, waiting for me. And I hear, like, (laughs) whew, whew, whew. And I'm, like, I was, like, that's a weird cop car sound. Like, what was that? You know, and I'm looking like is it on is it coming towards me? Like what was that? <laughs> it was my phone calling 911. Oh my god. And I just like didn't realize what that sound was. Mm-hmm. I've never heard it before because I never got that far. I literally I I I triggered on the emergency call and then I made the call. So and s- and, and I'm kind of looking at my phone like and it's in the sun, you know? So I'm sort of like what's happening? And then I'm like, oh my God, I've been on the phone with 911 for 45 seconds.
0: Oh boy. So I just, Were they saying something to I, you? I don't or? know. I just, I, I, oh, wow. I, I,
1: I stopped the call and I was prepared if someone called me back to be like, ma'am, are you having an emergency? To be mm-hmm. like, I am so sorry and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Because of course they can like, they kind of know what, you know, They can oh, sort yeah. of there's geolocation I'm stuff sure going on. I'm this happens on. a lot. And the funny thing is... And no one called me back and so I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad. I hope I didn't like... Derail something? Yeah, just I just hope somebody figured it was an
0: accident. Yeah.
1: you know, because they
0: wouldn't have heard me talking. See, I'm wondering about this because, um, you know, I just got an X phone, an iPhone X, about you know, A ten. four months. Mu- I'm yeah. sorry, ten, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I I've noticed that it doesn't lock. Like, I can't lock the screen properly because every time I barely touch it it will open up and do some random thing and i remember my last phone i was able to lock and go on a run and put it on my arm and it was no problem but my flashlight's always coming on mine too i don't do have you read anything about that
1: uh i mean the only thing that you'd be able to um you'd have control of is um studying your auto lock yeah that's
0: what i read about and
1: which is kind of weird but my, my auto lock is like I mean, I think I've got it at 30 seconds. Yeah. I'm constantly either constantly. putting in my password or using Face ID because it's auto locking super quick. And yet, my flashlight is on constantly, yep. all the time, yep. uh, which is battery draining. And half the time, it's in a purse or a bag. Mm-hmm. And so I don't even realize. And then the 911 thing, I was like, this is like, not this good. is a hazard. Well,
0: I'm guessing that other people are having this problem. I'm sure yeah. they're getting calls like more often than just from you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, 9-1-1. technology! I mean, I'm
1: just, I'm just happy it wasn't an emergency. But I just, I hate to waste anybody's time with stuff like that. But yeah, if you hear a weird siren noise and it seems to maybe be coming from your satchel, check, double check that you, you didn't probably just call nine one one. Yes, what, or whatever Your you, tote bag, your you man
0: have, wallet, yeah, a purse, <laughs> yeah, whatever immerse. you put your iPhone
1: in. <laughs> hey, so we mentioned there's a little bit of an animal theme, uh, um, status to the show. And I'm starting off with a, it's kind of a sad story, really. Mm -hmm. It comes from The Verge, and it's about this robot that is sort of a dog, but sort of a, it's almost like, what is it really? But I think designed to look more like a little dog than anything else, called Jibo. Mm -hmm. Um, That is, the company has been sold, and Jibo sent out a notice recently to customers that the servers are shutting down Aww. because you know you, servers take money to sure to keep going and and so you know the <clears throat> i'm paraphrasing of course but the message to jibo owners was hey this is happening we're really sorry in advance but your connection to your jibo is going to be limited afterwards doesn't mean like they just won't turn on anymore but there's a whole it's a smart
0: device. Well, that's a bummer for the people who bought
1: it. Exactly. So yeah. So this was an and a very interesting article from, from Jibo owners. Now, I should say, if you're like, I don't even know what Jibo is, you remember Ibo, that was oh, Sony's yeah. robot dog, and that goes back a long mm-hmm. way where people are like, Oh my gosh, we're gonna have these like robot pets and blah blah blah. It hasn't really progressed as much from that first IBO mm-hmm. that I would have expected today. And Jibo was you could you could you would compare it to Amazon's assistant or Google's assistant. Um, I won't say their names because I don't want to trigger your own devices at home. But but um, the idea was that it could, um, it had facial recognition. Mm-hmm. So maybe it wasn't like, okay, well, you know, like Amazon's assistant can like answer so many things. Jiva was a little bit more limited, but if you walked into a room and it was in the corner and it, recognize that it was you, like, maybe there would be, like, a heart mm-hmm. on its kind of facial monitor, Aww. you know, or it would say something I like, I have a... You know, or whatever. <laughs> and uh, The Verge, they interviewed some folks who had, had had them over time. This was often marketed towards kids because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be really friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, something that was a little, you know, um, that had that, that, you know, um, it, it it looked like something that was real rather than just some device yeah. in a corner that looked like a speaker that could talk to mm-hmm. you. Um, al- also marketed towards elderly. Mm. And the reason being that often elderly people are lonely.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, you, you might be, you know. And maybe they, they
0: can't handle a real animal.
1: Thing, uh, when things are slowing down a little bit for you yeah. and you might, you know, spend a lot of time by yourself mm-hmm. um, and you have, it's sort of a companion thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the, you know, the, and, and these were also, it started out as an indie. Indiegogo campaign uh, that that did raise a lot of money a few years ago didn't sell that well. In fact, actually got some like not that great reviews from people who would be reviewing other smart devices. But you know, for eight hundred bucks, give or take, it was something that you were investing in. You know, you like if you like it, you like sure, right? And you know, folks saying I'm really bummed. You know, like I have to like explain to my kids why the servers are going offline now. Wow. You know, like it's a toy that you think like. I don't know, as long as the batteries are working, it just works until you don't care anymore. But this is technology that's um, removing itself from your life, even if it's brought you a lot of joy. Do they
0: get some kind of rebate or something? I mean, I feel like if you just bought it, like, that's really screwed. No. Oh, what a bummer.
1: It's a bummer. And this would be, you, you know, there are social networks and... A variety of platforms and services that things change, companies get bought, servers go offline. This is a part of life, but sure. in this particular sense, there were folks of a variety of ages and a variety of like socioeconomic and and personal uh, lifestyles and the whole thing. Just being like, yeah, we're like really sad. Like this, this felt like a pet, even though sure. I'm not under any illusion that it was. Sure it was part of my life and it makes me sad. Well
0: yeah, and the, these you know these little bots are, they emulate, you know, s- s- warmth and you know god it's like we're totally like becoming black mirror it's so funny that uh, that's serious um, I don't
1: even watch it because it's too upsetting. But yeah. every once in a while, someone's like, oh my God, Sarah, you have to watch Black Mirror season three, episode four. And I'm like,
0: nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: I know ar- i already know. horrified by real life.
0: I know. That is true. Yeah. Well, it is very, there's a lot of similarities. I mean, there's a lot of these dystopian like shows that are. Uh, more and more starting to emulate like real life which is pretty scary woo yeah got some um,
1: a little muffler action <laughs>
0: yeah somebody
1: wanted some attention on the corner <laughs> just now yeah look at me definitely
0: my hood I got a
1: loud car <laughs> yeah well mine and too and something
0: else maybe um, <laughs> <laughs> lack of so you know uh, you know there's a lot of really wacky health things out there i mean more and more like there's you know we've talked about some of this stuff but like people eating their own placentas and oxygen shots is like a new thing uh vampire facials i don't know if you know about that but that's crazy
1: yeah yeah
0: leeches they people use leeches to well that actually is like Super helpful. Kind of makes sense. In
1: in certain medical scenarios. Like
0: blood clots to prevent blood clots and that kind of thing. And plastic surgery and like that sort of stuff. But I am so fascinated by this. And I know this isn't totally new. Hmm. I don't know if ever. ever, I doubt everybody knows about this. But I think some of you probably do. Um, This is bee venom therapy or BVP or apitherapy. I would assume it's api because apiary. Um, This is literally stinging yourself with live bees to treat a lot of um, diseases such as like some some autoimmune stuff like particularly Lyme disease oh. uh, that's that's the one that I've read most about but like rheumatoid arthritis which is an anti uh, and a autoimmune mm-hmm. um, and then you've got MS mm-hmm. I don't know much about how it's helped people with MS um, but I have read a bunch of accounts um, I read a fascinating story by a woman. Um, yeah, this was on the New York Times. It was actually a wedding announcement, but it was one of those longer versions where they kind of get into like how these people met. And so she had this crazy story about finding out she had Lyme disease, and she, you know, Lyme disease is extremely debilitating. You can't really,
1: yeah, you, and and, right. and very not well understood. No, as far as treatment goes, definitely
0: not. And your 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 whole life is turned upside down. You, you can't go. You can't do things. You have no energy. You you sleep all the time. I mean, it's it's painful. Yeah. And so these treatments, these medical treatments that she was doing for years weren't doing much and they were very invasive and painful. And she was, you know, I went down her Instagram and just like she's in the hospital and just like she's got these IVs and it's just, it was, I mean, her story was very interesting. So the, the, the first time that this became a thing was there was this um, girl, her name was Ellie Lobel. She had chronic Lyme for like 15 years and she was at the point of like, I'm going to stop these treatments cause they're so, and this is a different woman from the article I was just referring to. this And so this story is back in 2011. She wanted to just die peacefully and stop treatment. Hmm. <laughs> Three days later, she goes for a walk and gets... Stung by a swarm of honeybees, mm-hmm. and starts to see her main symptoms go away, and so it kind of she started to really wonder um, about this. So then that's kind of what kind of like it was
1: rebooting her immune. It was system like rebooting her immune system. Huh. So
0: basically, what you do is you um, you you take live bees. So you've got your own little box of bees at your house or whatever. You you have to pull them out you know sting one by one along this this the sides of your spine cuz the the venom like travels along the spinal nerve and 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 that's where all of the the good stuff This is not which they fun. call melatonin so this is the this this, uh, the venom has anti-inflammatory properties called melaton. Anyway, super fascinating. Um, I loved reading these stories. And apparently there are records of this type of therapy that go all the way back to ancient Egypt. I mean, those Egyptians, they're involved in everything. Um, But (laughs) there's a lot of different components other than anti-inflammatory. There's like pain relieving stuff. Um, super fascinating but you can you can join these programs where bees are mailed to you weekly from like this hive in california for like 15 bucks like a like a a a series Um, and i just found it to be the most fascinating thing in the world i don't know if i could it's i put myself in her shoes and i'm like how would i do that like i i'm I would do bee stings hurt way more than they did when you were a kid. I don't know if you've ever gotten one when you're an adult, but it's they're pretty painful. I can't and remember the last inflicting time inflicting that on yourself. Yeah. How do you feel about this? Well, I mean, I would do it if I was very sick and it did work, of course. Yeah,
1: right? Yeah. You know, my first thought is like, would someone think of the bees? Right? Because they die. Yeah. They sting you and they die. they die. That's that's how it works with bees. And we have so a I'm, short of, of bees. Right. I know we want more bees, not yeah. fewer bees. However, mm-hmm. I know two people. Um, that I can think of offhand in fact I probably know more um, Mm -hmm. if I did some more research Two people who have Lyme disease really yeah both women Mm. and both of them have been very frustrated by the lack of options yeah you know and it it, in in one in particular and I won't name names but you know it's like her Facebook account is all about Lyme disease because She she can't really not think about it. Of course. You know, there's like, you know, there's medical trials that are just like bunk and 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 certain, you know, insurance laws that are passed that like hurt people that Mm -hmm. are in her situation. And and people like you and me who were like, we have a rough understanding of how shitty it is, but we don't really know what you're going through. And it and it is extremely consuming and and really sad very sad so and and also you know the you know you get bitten by a tick you get Lyme disease it's like I'm telling you think of like I I mean I run around in the woods all the time it's like I I hope that doesn't happen but I mean um I I I'm super sympathetic to people who I am too are in in bad physical shape and I think that if I had this maybe I would think about it as well but you but would toughen a, up, probably. In a perfect world, I want to save the bees.
0: Exactly. That's another good point. Yeah, you're killing bees. But, you know, when I go... I hike a lot, too. And I am I'm, I was on a hike uh, earlier this week that had a lot of overgrown grass. Mm. And I'm very, yeah. like, I'm paranoid of ticks because of this whole thing and sure. what I know about it. And so I'm always wiping my legs. I, like, want to... Well, and
1: people say, like, oh, you have to wear, like, long sleeves and long pants. It's like, it's
0: 95 degrees. Yeah, there's no way.
1: There, I mean, it, it's... It get it gets complicated.
0: Yeah. and sometimes it's hard to diagnose. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to get mm-hmm. go real deep to, to even know that that that's what you have. It's an interesting. It's a very interesting disease. Anyway, that's my um, slightly animal insect story for you today. Well, it's,
1: it's definitely animal based. Yeah. Um, yeah so we got a robot dog um, who's dying <laughs> and some bees oh. that are dying as well for the greater human good. Life is tough, man. You it know? really is. You know, just when you think we've Gotta got it all figured stars. out, then you're 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 faced with another another issue. Another challenge. Hey, you know, what isn't an issue hmm. being a patron. Mm. Uh huh. You hear that? It's super easy it is easy as pie in fact it's easier (laughs) than pie because baking a pie is not really that's pretty hard actually you gotta get the crust right patreon.com slash have such a good day is what we're talking about if you're you're, if you're new around these parts or if you've been considering becoming a patron now's the time everybody Heather and I are almost to 50 episodes and we need your support you can be a patron for as little as one dollar per month one dollar every 30 days of your life sometimes 31 Sometimes, Man. sometimes 28 leap year. No, that would be 29 20 on a pennies. leap year. 28 the rest of the time in pennies February. Are, I just
0: yeah. throw them away now. Pennies
1: are pennies. <laughs> uh, so, yes, we, uh, we'd we love to have you become part of our team. And you get rewards as a result. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just us being like, hey, give us some money. It's, it's we want to offer more incentives mm-hmm. uh, on top
0: of this And show. it's ad-free content. I mean, we're not... Yeah. A- everything we talk about, even if we're talking about a robot, it's not promoted. Like, this is stuff that we're interested in. If we're talking about a product, it is not a sponsorship. You know, we do not New, have ads. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well, if that wasn't clear, I hope it is now. Mm-hmm. Heather and I,
1: yeah, that's that would never be something we would do without disclosing it. But we don't want to do it either. Um, Patreon, excuse me, has, has been such a great uh, resource for artists that we follow, mm-hmm. um, sometimes they're musicians or creative folks or sculptors or yeah, Patreon is, has, has got a lot of really interesting people making mm-hmm. a lot of great content. And Heather and I are, are we, we, we value the community and we're honored to be part of it. And we hope more of you will join us there so we can
0: make some of our dreams for the show a reality. Exactly. We want to grow and evolve. And you know, we, we do we have goals beyond we've been doing this for a year. Let's do two shows a week. Yeah. I mean, let's do it. Um, help us get there. I'm begging you guys. Yeah. We
1: just, we just, hey, it, it, it takes time. It takes time and resources. And we want to do it. And we hope that uh, enough of you want that too. And then we will. Exactly. Yay.
0: Speaking of subscribers, yeah. um, we've got a lot of new YouTube subscribers. And I just want to shout a few of those out. All right. We got Bo Clausen. Hey, Bo. Marvin Wade. Hey, Marvin. And Music in my mind Ooh, spelled yeah. all funky with some caps yeah. and some lowercase quite an
1: interesting uh, intercapping going on there music <laughs> in my mind um, whenever I hear uh, Marvin I think of Starvin Marvin oh yeah Garbage Pail yeah. Kid yeah <laughs> anybody remember Garbage Pail kids? I love those I some they of were them were so fun some of them were too gross they were me. so gross I don't remember what Sarah was I'm sure there was a Heather also oh, most, okay. most of the common names had one I think mine was kind of lame um and then sometimes they were just like a little too gross. <laughs>
0: Slay and Sarah.
1: Slayin'? Yeah. What uh, was I doing?
0: Let's see, you've also got oh, an armpit one. Is that is that you? No. I would say it's yeah, it looks like a Slayin' Sarah.
1: But what does that mean like? Because it it's it usually looks like, like
0: you're stabbing a you're stabbing Dracula.
1: Oh. Well, that doesn't sound like a garbage pill kid. That sounds more like a
0: I wonder if that's like not yeah, Slay and Sarah.
1: Huh? For anybody who's like, what are you talking about? So they're so fun. There were Cabbage Patch Kids, which I think was kind of just like at least the genesis of the name of Uh Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage Pail Kids were trading cards, and you would like get them. I think with certain toys, or you could Uh buy them on their own in a a package. Yeah, it was a little bit more like baseball cards than anything, and they were all they had like. There were these kids who just, like, had, like, you know, like, weird gashes in their face, you know, or, like, mm-hmm. like they were, really like, throwing up. or Like, like this one, it was particular. all really gross. It was really gross. And they or, were called Garbage Pail Kids. Or it
0: was, like, Heather is Double Heather, and it's, like, these two girls with, like, two, it's, like, a two-headed hy- Hydra person with two heads. Oh. And then there's also uh, Stormy Heather, which is Stormy Weather, but, like, the, the Garbage Pail Kids getting... Hit by a bolt of light lightning and interesting yeah, yeah. they were super fun you should look them up there's a bunch of them online <laughs> like depressing Donald you know like yeah. but um, <laughs> but 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 again
1: starving Marvin
0: oh there's leather Heather too and uh, it, you're in a um uh, a a uh, electric chair.
1: Oh, Leather Heather. And I'm
0: t- all in leather and mm, chains. Yeah, and... it's not
1: going to end well for you. No. You know, it's funny. When I think of Starving Marvin, I'm like, was he starving? That seems like a strange thing for kids to be like, yeah, yeah cool. It was pretty dark. It was dark. It was, the uh, garbage kids are, <laughs> what, when you think back on it, you're like, because they, they were, and I think it was probably just for our peer group. I'm not sure how many people too far ahead of yeah. us or behind us would have been interested. Uh-huh.
0: But they were a big deal. They were a huge deal. But it was dark. Pop culture phenomenon, pop I would have culture, to say.
1: Pop culture phenom. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I think also because like a lot of little, I was going to say little boys, little girls too, but many little boys did trade baseball cards. Mm-hmm. I never did. I don't know why. I probably uh, would have enjoyed it. I think
0: that's such a boy
1: thing. Yeah, but I mean, I like baseball. Yeah, that's I, true. And I like things that are, you know, like I I would, I would, I would, I think I'd like the idea of being like, I've got something that's uh-huh. pretty valuable. Like, what do I get for it type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. you um, eat a lot of um, Cracker Jacks. Oh, yeah. And then you get stuff in there.
0: Oh, I love those Cracker Jacks. Oh, man, like the little tattoos. Uh-huh. And,
1: yeah, yeah. you get a baseball card every now and then. But, okay, we've we've gone down memory lane uh, <laughs> long enough. This is actually, okay, next story. Uh, talk about 180s. We do that a lot on the show. This was a article from a couple weeks ago now and it's there's a lot of moving parts so i'll do my best to summarize this Mm -hmm. so facebook huge company we all know what facebook is facebook uses a lot of third-party companies to um moderate content Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um and and, and third-party companies to do all sorts of things but content moderation is something that as big as you think facebook is which it is huge campus um in northern california and many satellite Offices across the world still has to employ mm-hmm. third-party companies to do a lot of their dirty work, mm-hmm. you know, so to speak. Makes sense. When you think of content moderation, you got to think of the bad stuff, yeah, right? Stuff that is inappropriate, stuff that is illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, somebody posts a photo of something that's questionable, and kids shouldn't see that type of thing. Yep. Um, and there are terms of service that Facebook has. And yet there are third-party companies that carry out a lot of this moderation that aren't actually Facebook, and so that always introduces a set of problems mm-hmm. because who's watching the watchers, right? <laughs> so um, a particular company called Cognizant, it's based in Tampa, Florida, was the subject of a bit of an investigative report. Casey Newton, who writes for The Verge, is just he, – he, he does what he does very well, and this is one of one of his stories. Mm-hmm. And he 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 went down there um, to to this office where about eight hundred people work. So they're not em- face- Facebook employees, mm-hmm. um, but they're employees of Cognizant, which is looking at Facebook content often without the employees of Cognizant even knowing what social network it's on. You know, there's some CMS in the background where you might just be like, yes, no, yes, no, blah, 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 and Uh, many reports of people not being able to handle all of the awful stuff that they have to see so that you and I don't end up seeing it, Mm. right? And, you know, Facebook, you still see weird stuff on Facebook every once in a while, but a lot of this is because it's shielded from us and Facebook is like, yeah, we don't have... We're not the kind of place where that sort of hate speech should be allowed. Well, somebody had to look at it and be like, oh, no, we have to get rid of this before Mm -hmm. the public sees this on on their news feeds. And... Many I, and you know this particular I, I mentioned the company Cognizant which is one of many um, lots of issues you know and some guy had a heart attack at his desk although the company says well it probably had nothing to do with the fact that he was working here although apparently he had a lot of anxiety about working there just very unsanitary conditions mm-hmm. um, you know uh, people working uh, you know long hours that that should not be legal and you know in any workforce sexual harassment in the workplace but. One of the things um, that that was mentioned more than once was uh, objectional content towards animals.
0: <gasps> what does that mean?
1: Meaning like videos of an animal being hurt Ugh. by a human, kind of thing, um, or and, and the sort of thing where it's like the stuff gets viral in its mm-hmm. own horrible way. And there was a particular I won't even I won't even um, describe it because you know we're, we're already just. Grossed out, but um, a guy who had had actually a history of like um, depression, mm-hmm. um, which would be the sort of thing that you would really want to vet before mm-hmm. you hire them for a job like this. But he wasn't, mm-hmm. um, or maybe he thought he could handle it, and he couldn't. Um, there was a there was a video that he had seen once, and he was like, "Oh my god, like I'm really upset by this." And he's like, and then I just kept seeing it. Like, Mm. because it would crop up in other, you know, someone else's timeline in a different region. Like, you don't just say, like, this Facebook doesn't or this Facebook, this video doesn't belong on Facebook anymore. And it's just gone forever. Like, it's a -a whack-a-mole type Mm -hmm. thing. And and was like, he was like, I mean, it was like, you know, it gets really dark really fast. And so I think that it's, I brought this up because I was like, man, I mean, we need this sort of, we need human content moderators because mm-hmm. it can't all be algorithmic. Sure. But clearly people are suffering because of it. Mm-hmm. And what do we do about that? You know? And how does a third-party company that sure this particular company got a lot of bad press and maybe things will get better there, but it was already bad before it gets better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it, there's still suffering
0: happening and it's 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 a real I don't know it's a head-scratcher it's a dilemma because you know there's you know you can only humans are imperfect and there's no way you're gonna be able to make it a perfect system yeah you know and um, I mean maybe they can make a very specific you know I don't know I feel like at some point in the nearest future we can have some kind of robot that is programmed specifically to catch everything
1: well I mean we're trying, oh, yeah, sure. That that you know AI, machine learning. You know a lot. A lot of this is specifically designed to solve this problem. Yeah. but we're so far away from it mm-hmm. uh, because there's either false positives or things that aren't getting catched, or people gaming the system once they understand. You know what what the AI is designed to do, and then and then you've got folks who are like, well. Hmm. How much should Facebook be determining what is objectionable to me?
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's true. You're right. And There's so, so many nuances because yeah. it's like, for one person, it might not be a big deal, but for another one, it's like yeah. the most horrifying thing. Exactly. So that is really tough. Um, it's a tough man, one. Yeah, I, I know. should be thinking about this kind of stuff more in my my downtime.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know how unbusy you are, Heather. You just sort of sit around, waiting <laughs> I to be passed, and yeah. But yeah, yeah. but real talk, if anybody out there is is watching or listening and saying, you know, I have some experience with this, either directly or perhaps you know somebody who's 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 worked in this capacity, I would be fascinated to hear more about uh what people think because i know that there are probably a lot of opinions about it hi at have such a good day.com would be a great way to to let us know that's our email address
0: email us early and often please mm-hmm. well i um i have some, a little lighter topic here I uh, goodness you know we haven't talked about sex in a while so i thought that <laughs> i would uh talk uh, talk about something more amusing okay um in particular um peculiar peculiar mating rituals in the animal kingdom oh um we we probably most of us know that like you know perfume turn big cats on and that like forest rangers they use the scent to lure tigers out of the wild i mean this is been kind of a known thing. But I wanted to tell you about some ones that I thought were a little bit more obscure okay. and interesting. Okay. Did you know that barnacles have adaptive, adaptable penises?
1: I don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> so they can stretch know up know what detachable
1: t- penises are. <laughs> There's a song
0: about it. Yeah. Um, they they can actually stretch up to like eight times the length their, of their body. And they can adjust their shape to better fit their environment. So we're talking about barnacles here. Um, yeah. So okay. you wouldn't ever think that barnacles have sex, but...
1: Well, they got to reproduce some That's way, true. Right?
0: Huh. <laughs> and um, uh, huh. apparently ducks are they defend themselves with their vaginas. So this is a really interesting thing. Yes. Um, So they basically defend off like, you know, unwelcome mating attempts. Um, They uh, have evolved their vaginas so that they twist in the opposite direction so that the male basically they can't fit inside oh if they're
1: like i'm not into you so they're sort of like they're like they're i'm like, gonna i'm gonna make it impossible for you it's to like have a chastity belt
0: me. think of it as like a chastity belt right type of thing. yeah anyway i thought that was pretty interesting I, I i have never gone down this rabbit hole before of how i i i know some of these things but boy um i mean this is this is fascinating yeah and apparently um so uh (laughs) sharks have very versatile birthing methods apparently okay Um, and so basically they so they'll lay eggs um just even though they're not like near like a male shark in like many many years and so um basically they can have sex and then many 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 years later they have babies and they can apparently reproduce both sexually and asexually i don't know if this is all sharks
1: what Hold everything. So you're saying <laughs> two sharks have sex, and the mom shark can just be like, mm, later, ten years later, maybe you'll have. Some I don't know about ten shark babies. I don't know about ten. But well, you said like many years, <laughs> many later. many years. Yeah. So okay, they claim so
0: three years later, even
1: three months. I know. It's for it's like insane. just to be like, let's just put this on hold for a while. <laughs> uh, that's and in, that's insanity.
0: You know. Uh, okay. If all else fails in your life. Honestly, look at how animals live and how they do things and it's just a real chuckle. I get a real chuckle out of it.
1: Yeah. I uh, always improves my day. There there's there are also certain species where it's like a male and a female have sex and the female eats the male.
0: Oh yeah, no that's um that is oh I think it's a um is it the uh whatever that insect the big the praying mantis? I think so. It eats their head off. I or, think it's yeah. the
1: praying mantis, but I think it's like you've heard, the, like, it, there, there's a refrain that mm-hmm. happens in certain species where it's like, eh, you've done your duty, we don't need you anymore, and you think, like, well, but, but then they have babies, and then there's mm-hmm. more males, and then it all
0: happens again. It's very kinky, the whole thing. Ugh. You know, yeah. it's interesting that, like, you would think that, I mean, humans have come up with all these wild and kinky things to do to each other, but it's in the animal kingdom. I mean, there's, like, the weirdest stuff that's, like... Part of like the DNA of these creatures.
1: Yeah, there was. I was sitting in my bare yard the other day, uh, looking up at uh, there's this really big tree that's kind of coming over from my neighbor's yard, and lots of birds are just in that tree. Uh huh. Um, it's actually kind of great because in the morning I just hear lots of little sing song birdies that are all in this tree, but. You know, you also, there'll be little scuffles up there, Uh you know, and it's usually like a mating thing, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's like, and there's wings flapping and it either kind of works out and like lasts for a while or it doesn't and one Mm -hmm. bird flies off and, you know, and I just, yeah, I just think like, what are they thinking? Oh, I know. Because I know what you're doing. Yeah. And that's how you're species will
0: proliferate but what are you thinking are you thinking anything i don't know i know well we'll never know but it's funny we were talking about deep sea creatures and apparently deep sea creatures have like the kinkiest sex yeah like apparently that um, was on our
1: previous episode if you missed it yeah Deep sea creatures weird
0: bunch yeah apparently lobsters like consider like urine like a love potion and and all kinds of things so
1: lobsters like pee on their like (laughs) their (laughs) <laughs> the person that they're trying to impress
0: yeah and then and uh which is
1: probably another lobster
0: uh you know what i'm fascinated with i love uh seahorses i find them so fascinating yeah they're i do so too. cool they anyway are, they are um, they are cool yeah Anyway, so they uh they can they they can be pregnant too
1: seahorses yeah they, they i actually baby sea horses. you know i think i actually it's funny that you mentioned this and I might be totally talking that off my ass right now,
0: but I believe that seahorses have babies without mating. Well, they, that might be true, but the males are the ones that get pregnant. Oh, maybe so. That might that's that's be what it is. That's what I'm thinking I is think unusual. That's, yeah, they have a pouch.
1: Huh. Well, you know what? Uh, between seahorses and that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger where mm-hmm. he has a baby, As a man. (laughs) I remember what it's called. Not kindergarten cop, it's that other one. (laughs) But it's something where he's pregnant. Um, what was that? We're onto something. Yeah, we are. You know? More males should have babies. I totally. Agree. I don't want to carry a baby. No, but I don't w- dislike the idea of having a baby. So, no. Hey, men out there, uh, you want to get together with me <laughs> and carry my child? Call me or email us at have. Hi, well,
0: at nobody. At we're not going to give you her phone number, but yes, you can email us. Please do. <laughs> if
1: you want this bad enough, you'll find me. You know how to DM. DMs are open on Twitter. All right. So we, well, gosh, I mean, we're 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 kind of at the end of our we're show. We're coming to a
0: screeching halt, <laughs> I think, here. <laughs> <We're> just, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love that term.
0: Oh, I the know. Screech, me too.
1: The screeching halt, if it's a car, you're like, okay, I get it. But like, I imagine like a human like
0: running. Yeah. And then, well, I love, I mean, screeching is such an onomatopoeia, you mm-hmm. know. It's yeah. one of my favorite things in the world is an onomatopoeia or a pun. But thank you for lending us your ears. We uh, yes. really appreciate it. As and your are. eyeballs, if you can see us back here um, in the shadows, we're trying to stay away from the sun. We're outside on my patio and it's yeah, real hot. We're
1: a couple vampi- va- vampire ladies. Yes, we are. Um, so anytime <laughs> we're in the sun, we're like, coming in. Burns, I need more sunscreen. <laughs> Let's do that in the dark next time. Uh, but, you know, a little vitamin D never hurt anybody. No. Wear sunscreen, though. Yeah.
0: Definitely, You know, just 50 SPF or more. Just, so you do know, what? The, the other day I actually was getting uh, Sunblock and there was one that was 100 plus. I don't even know if that's possible.
1: Yeah. You hear all sorts of different takes on that whole thing. There, there will be people who, you know, understand how Sunblock is made better than me that are like anything above 50 is just like marketing. Yeah, that's what I think. But. You also are like, well, OK, well, the people who made the 100 plus, like, just explain to me, like, is there more zinc in there? Like, there's got to be titanium like, dioxide. Like what? They what, wouldn't be able to get away what with. What do you have more shelf. of? Yeah, marketing can be a little bit weird. We yeah, know that's that true. Food products. True well. dat, Sarah Lane. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed our um, slightly animal themed show. Our slightly animal themed show. Yeah, it was, it was more animals. Um, and we were somewhat all over the place. Um, I was going to say it's a hodgepodge Pur-yush. and then I immediately was like hodgepodge sounds like hedgehog which is a very cute animal
0: oh yeah I love a hedgehog Ugh. I also like a hodgepodge mm-hmm. I like a-, a hodgepodge of hedgehogs would be <laughs> kind of heaven <laughs> say I that h- 10 times fast I just love how circular they're they so are. cute yeah they're like they remind me of like narwhals yeah Actually, they kind of have, like, they're, yeah, they're, like, um, they're just so cute. I mean, they're kind of ugly, but they're kind of cute. At the they're same time. cute, yes. They look cuddly. They. Yeah. I'm not sure if they'd be cuddly, though. Mm. A hodge. Wait, where do those even exist? They're spiky.
1: I don't know. They're.
0: I don't know. Hedgehogs. I don't like, know
1: if we have a lot of hedgehogs in, in California.
0: Maybe we'll find one on our hike. one of our hikes one day.
1: <laughs> I don't even know if I would know like, what Sarah, one looks like. Like, Sarah, I saw a
0: hedgehog. Um,
1: outside of Sonic the Hedgehog, I'm like, what's a hedgehog even? I just, like, you know. How cute you are you can roll fast down hills
0: they're so cute they're they're well they're prickly yeah um, but it looks like they're um, you know Google uh, mentions that they are usually found in Europe and Asian and Africa and New Zealand so that's probably why we don't see them
1: all right well if you have a pet hedgehog or one that hangs out in your yard please send a photo to us what at they make a have good such pet, a, pet is my question.
0: I don't know. I think they're nocturnal. I think they're mostly wild.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. We're going to wrap up the show, but $5 patrons stick around. Bonus topic is coming up next. We're talking astrology. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Where do you stand? Uh, For everybody else, thanks for watching and listening. We'll see you next week. Until then, I'm Sarah. I'm Heather. And have such a good day. Bye-bye.